You're listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast. Accelerate your mindset, collaboration and performance by developing limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams and organizations. Now, over to your host, Renee Jerusso. Welcome to another episode of the Limitless Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Jerusso, and I'm looking forward today to running a show on a topic that has been top of mind for many of our listeners and many of my clients of late, and that is creating positive self-leadership habits. A big shout out to those of you that are tuning in for the first time and a big thank you to our regular listeners for all your comments and feedbacks to date since we launched the podcast. Habits. Habits have become quite a thing and they've been around a long time and a big thank you to James Clear who wrote the book Atomic Habits for shedding some new light and some fresh perspective on habits and creating rituals around our lives. I've recently been doing a lot of work with many leadership teams and some entrepreneurs around creating better habits in their business. So as well as layering onto skill tools and insights, it's really, really important that we walk away and no matter how small the steps are, we implement what we learn because we all know the small steps and the small things can create a ripple effect. Today, I'm going to cover off how habits can make or break us and the importance and discipline of small change ongoing as a leader or in any role or business and what to do and who we're being all adds up to our results and habits play a pivotal part in this. We're going to talk about what makes up a habit and the Japanese philosophy of Kaizen that's been implemented in many businesses, along with four to five key tips that you can take away to implement some habits around your personal growth. I'm a huge believer in self-leadership And, you know, it all starts with you. You've got to lead from the inside out. And I think to create self-leadership habits, there's eight areas to this. And that includes having time for yourself. I call that me time. Career, your surroundings, finances, relationships, productivity, and personal growth. And today we're going to talk about habits and how to really implement some key habits will work for you around making sure that that personal growth area is not missed. Let's have a bit of a talk about habits. You know, what are they? They can have a negative connotation and people tend to think habits are a bad thing. Yes, they can be. Smoking's a bad habit. Maybe drinking too much alcohol's a bad habit. Even negative thinking can be a bad habit. But if we look on the flip side, there's many, many positive habits that we all live out day to day. So that could be thinking positive. It could be eating healthy food. It could be having a routine that keeps your mind, body and spirit on track, such as yoga. Habits come in all forms. And a lot of the times we're not always aware of what habits are good and what habits are bad. So we need to look at the habits at service and let go of the ones that don't. In Japanese philosophy, they have a term called Kaizen, and it really translates to good change, making good changes that aren't always big but add up to a bigger result. So it's all about, I guess, focusing on continuous improvements in life. And many companies, including Toyota, and many of you would know in Japan, they're an industry leader in the auto industry, 
They use the Kaizen technique to empower employees to look for areas of improvement. And one of their slogans at Toyota in Japan is always a better way. That's the actual slogan. So what they do with their production system arm, they empower employees to look for small areas of improvement and open the floor for them to suggest solutions. What this does, it humanizes the workplace because everyone's involved and it brings everyone together to seek team improvement. So habits are Kaizen. They're small changes that can make a big difference over time. And I always say to my clients, it's better to instill some small changes than to do overwhelm and look at a big change and nothing ever happens. So breaking it down and and a saying I've always said is, how do you eat an elephant? Little bites. So by focusing on continuous improvements in our lives, you know, it can really, really help you to build rituals that I guess work for you. Another great book that I'd love to just give a shout out to is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. That's another great one for our listeners out there if you're into reading and that is available on Audible. So let's go back to creating positive self-leadership habits and what makes up a habit. So a habit simply is made up of four areas. The first area is the trigger or the cue. The trigger is what is the actual trigger that gets you thinking about the habit? And the trigger could be many things, you know, like time of day could be the trigger of a habit. A certain person could be the trigger of a habit. A place or a location could be a trigger, as well as your emotional state. And the last trigger that's quite common is what we call a pre-event. So that could be if you get a notification on your phone, that could be the trigger for you to check your email. Another example could be early in the morning, time of day. The trigger for me is it's early, I'm tired and I need a coffee. So the trigger for you, it's important to understand if you've got any habit, good or bad, understand what the trigger is, what's driving that. So the first thing is the trigger. The second is the fuel or the craving. So if the time of morning triggers me to want a coffee, the fuel or the craving is around, I need something to pet me up and therefore I have a coffee. The third is your response. That's the actual habit. So having the coffee or having that cigarette or thinking that positive thought. And the reward is simply what the habit gives you, what the outcome is, what the output is of that habit. So in really simple terms, know what the trigger is, who is a trigger, what time of day, etc. Know what fuels that habit because you won't do something if it's, you don't have a motivation for it. The actual habit's pretty straightforward and the, res- the reward of that habit. You can't really change many of these things. One thing you can change is the response. So I'm going to give you an example. If my trigger in the morning is I'm motivated to have a coffee because I'm tired, the reward is I'll feel pepped up. What I could change is still in the morning, still crave a drink, but maybe instead of a coffee, I have a protein shake or a super juice or something like that. So always stop and think about what is the trigger for that habit 
and how am I going to respond? And that's the choice that you have. That's a choice we all have is how we respond. There's been a lot of work done around really understanding the trigger to therefore help you understand the response. If, if you're a negative thinker and you're hanging around with another negative thinker, that person would be the trigger. You see those people usually hanging around the um, water cooler or in the tea room. And if that person is your trigger, then you're going to crave having a chat to them, a bit of a whinge to them. And the response is you might talk negatively about something or the business. The reward for you might be you feel like you've got it off your chest. But is it serving you? So you want to be able to flip these habits, either drop them or flip them so that they work for you. So we're going to have a little chat around creating habits around personal growth. And personal growth, everyone has a different level of personal growth. I know a lot of the clients I work with and I attract are very big into learning more and being more and doing more. And that lights me up because that's in my value set is growth. I love learning. I've got what I call a bursting mindset, which means I just love growth. I love learning. I love sharing. And when I'm not learning, I feel quite flat. I think in any industry that you're in, and those of you listening, I know that some of you out there are in the building and construction industry, some are in the cosmetics industry, some are in banking, some are in technology, some are in engineering. Doesn't matter what end industry you're in, if you're listening to this, you need to be growing. And that's important because how can you grow others, especially in a leadership position or you know, take people to the next level if you're not adding value to their journey? And learning comes in many, many forms. I know I've got a lot of clients that don't like reading but they love podcasts or other clients that really sometimes go off and learn all these things that aren't really relevant to where they are in their role. And that's a habit in itself. The first tip I want to give you today is really think about aligning your priorities with your values and your goals as far as learning goes. What is it you need to learn? What is it you need to add? Maybe you've got a team and they're highly motivated, but you want to give them more on the business acumen side. Maybe you want to be coaching them more and you want to learn more about coaching at a deeper level and how you can implement that in your business. So the first tip is align your priorities with your values and your goals. Really, really important. The next one I've got is keep a reading habit. Whether you read a physical book, whether you jump on iBooks or Audible, it doesn't matter. Reading increases your knowledge base. And, you know, not just that, you can learn new words, you learn new ideas, you learn new ways of thinking. And you also build your thought leadership about what you read that you don't believe in. And it really, really, it's, and there's been numerous studies done since the 1950s around growing your brain. It increases your memory function and it's a proven fact that reading and learning does increase your um, memory function. Just a tip to my listeners out there who don't like reading, there's a fantastic app um, that Matt Church, who's amazing, introduced me to a few years ago called Blinkist. It's B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. 
Blinkist is an app. You just pay, I think it's $40 a year. And what you can do is you can go in and you can listen to books or read about them and they just capture what they call the, the five or six key blinks or insights. What it does, it allows you to either go, hey, that book sounds great, I'll read it. Or it usually gives you enough of the overview of the book that you can share that with your team, kick meetings off with it, whatever that may be for you. So second tip there, keep a reading habit. Another part of that is if you're not a reader, just start small and make reading a habit. So it could be five pages of a book a night and your trigger could be having the book next to your bed and five pages. Another trigger could be having a certain time and jealously protecting that in your diary as reading the five pages. Once you start reading, and I know people that don't read, that have become readers, you will build momentum. And again, it links into the first tip I gave you. Make sure you're reading something that's relevant and aligned to your priorities and goals. The third tip I've got is you really need to adopt what I call a bursting mindset, a growth mindset. And those of you that don't know what that is, it's simply a mindset where you believe, like you truly believe, you can continue to improve yourself and never stop learning and educating yourself. Um, By adopting that, you'll always want to learn more. And if you feel you just you've hit a bit of a ceiling, maybe you're not reading up or learning about the things that are relevant or light you up. So you need to know what those are. All the leaders I work with, I suggest reading at least a book every four to six weeks as a minimum. I read and I have been reading a book sort of every week and a half and I read late at night and it's become a habit and I take a few notes. You know, some nights I'll read more than others And when I miss reading, I'll listen to a podcast or I'll tap into Blinkist. So that third point there is adopt a bursting mindset. The fourth point I've got there is know your learning style. And this is really, really, really important. Developing habits around developing yourself, having a growth mindset, you need to know your learning style. If you're visual, you're probably going to love watching TED Talks and you're probably going to love tapping into Zoom and Skype and things like that. If you're a bit more auditory, you're going to be fine with podcasts such as this because you're not getting the visuals, but you can hear, you can take notes down, you like listening to stories, etc. And those of you that have like a more hands-on experience, a lot of my clients, you know, we run a lot of workshops, but we do other things in between then get out there. There's so many things you can go to. Build habits around attending at least one sort of networking or growth type circle per month. And again, make sure they're relevant. A lot of my clients are building a habit around going to one meetup or one hangout each month. And you can simply look up meetups.com Um, We run a a hangout once a month, as many of you know, out at Waterman, um, Chadston or Caribbean. We alternate each month and it's an hour and a half lunch and lead. You can come in, we cover off topics and you can strategically network. So that's another thing to have a think about is know your learning style and tap into that. If you don't know it, you'll know my question to you will be, how don't you like to learn? So I'm quite a visual person. If and when I'm a connector, I prefer to be face-to-face with people. But 
you can't always have that. And with travel and, and the workload I've got, you know, I do tap into podcasts such as this and other modes of, of learning. So keep that in mind as well. How do you like to learn? The next tip I want to give you is get a coach or a mentor. And I honestly believe that is a really strong and empowering habit to have. So when I say a coach or mentor is a habit, what I mean by that is to continuously have someone in your life that challenges you, takes you outside your comfort zone and is real and honest with you. The best coaches and mentors shouldn't be your best friends. Um, They can be at times, but I think, you know, most of my clients, I say every 18 to 24 months, look at changing your coach and mentor because you're going to need different things from different people. So really, you know, have a think about who and what will serve me in my role as a leader, as a business owner or an entrepreneur to go to that next level. It's a bit like a doctor not having a doctor. Most people I know, most successful people in any business have a tribe, have have connections, have a coach or a mentor. I've had a coach or a mentor ever since I started my business and even in my corporate life. And, you know, some really serve you, some don't, some you learn from, some you learn what sort of coach or mentor you really need. But all in all, I can't imagine not having that confidant, that person that can challenge me to go to another level outside of my own head. The last tip I've got for you today is I want you to go away and create two habits around personal growth. So one of the habits on your own, so something that you can do on your own, and another personal growth habit with a colleague or someone outside of your work. So I'm going to give you an example. The first habit on your own could simply be making time to read and creating a reading habit. And that could be, what's the trigger? The trigger would be having a book next to my bed at night. The fuel for me having that habit will be I want to learn and share. The actual habit will be to read the book. And the output is I'm going to learn and be better in what I do and better in leading others. So that's an example of a habit you could have for you around personal development. Another one you could have could be around attending different events or meetups and plotting these out a year ahead and mapping them in your diary. That could be another one. Um, One that I had with a client last week, I was working in an engineering business and two different people came up with a habit, pretty straightforward, but they're basically going to be reading some blogs and articles every week and locking away a certain time of day to read these and then share them with their team. So actually hand the articles out and get people to discuss for and against. What do you agree in this article with? And what don't you agree with? So that could simply be, you know, the habit's got to be something that you want. So something that's going to grow you personally. Another habit you might do if you're looking at you and somebody else could be going to an event together and locking those in and then sharing that back with the team. I had another one the other day around someone's going to actually implement coaching quite formally in their organization. So they're building their habit around always having coaching conversations and asking questions 
that grows them and the other person and then obviously having the more formal sessions. So to recap, a habit has four areas. It has to have a trigger. The trigger is the time of day, the place, a person, an emotional estate or something that's happened. A habit also has to have fuel and a bit of a motivation for you to actually want to do the habit. And then every habit has a reward. So make sure you're thinking about what is the trigger of the good or the bad habit and how can I ramp that up or not? And that's that's really, really important. Creating one of the eight areas of whole self leadership is all around personal growth. And the key tips I gave you was simply align your priorities with your values and goals. Make sure you do this. Whatever you're learning or growing in, align it with your values and goals. The second tip I gave you is to start a reading habit, to increase your knowledge base, learn new words, and really grow your memory function and have even more to share with your team or business. The third tip was adopt a bursting mindset. You know, believe that you can continue to improve in yourself, never stop learning, and always look for things that are real and relevant to educate yourself ongoing. The fourth one was all around knowing your learning styles. Make sure you know how you like to learn because you will get the most out of it. Is it reading? Is it podcasts? Is it videos? Is it face-to-face? Is it a hands-on experience? Mix up your learning styles and become adaptable with these. The next one was all around getting a coach or a mentor. You know, someone that's, you know, everyone has a personal trainer for their health. Have one for your mind and for your growth. So look at seeking someone out that will challenge you, someone you respect, and someone that really, really can add to your repertoire of growth. And last but not least, create two habits. And I'd love to hear how our listeners go today. And those of you that come to some of our public events, I'll definitely be touching on this. Create two personal growth habits, one that you do on your own and one that you actually do in collaboration with someone else. Hope you've enjoyed today's show. We've covered off a lot, but I really, really believe one of the key areas of self-leadership is personal growth. And creating some habits around this, some rituals that you can implement, take back on the job and continue to evolve in is just priceless. As always, we'd love to hear from you if you've got any topics, challenges or certain people you'd love us to interview. Please contact me at podcast at reneejeruso.com. We're now on all platforms, including Spotify, Overcast, Apple and Android, or you can listen at reneejeruso forward slash podcast. If you download whatever platform suits you, you'll get notifications of our podcasts. Thank you for listening today, and I look forward to seeing those of you at our next Limitless Leaders Masterclass that we run monthly at Waterman Chadston and the Waterman Business Centre at Caribbean. Please look out on social media, our website and our page for updates on these masterclasses. Have a great day and thank you for listening. 
You've been listening to Limitless Leaders Podcast, leading from the inside out to develop limitless self-leadership, leaders, teams, and organizations. To find out how you can accelerate your mindset, your communication, collaboration, and connection to become a limitless leader, sign up for our Limitless Leaders Podcast series at www.renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. That's renegerusso.com forward slash podcast series. 